Hello. Yeah, we can. Hi guys, welcome back to my channel. Um, I am so excited to be here today. My name is Chantal Carrier. You are on this channel because I post videos about creative entrepreneurship, what it means to be a creative entrepreneur. So if you're interested in finding out about how to price your products, you start in a business, how do I price my products if you sell art, if you are a photographer, a videographer, stay tuned for this one for you. to be here with a special guest today um, i'd love him to introduce himself so yeah. go ahead hi guys how's everyone doing um i'm emmanuel anthony um i'm a business owner i have been running business for the past eight years i also do business consultancy for startups which also includes social media marketing and branding um and yeah just yeah i've had the opportunity to be here with this wonderful young lady to show you guys on how to price your products so let's see what questions she has for me yes let's get into it so the first question that I have for you is actually based off of an experience that I have, yeah. which is starting out. So that's the phase that I'm in at the moment. Starting out, how would you say, what is the best method to use to price your product? How do you decide how much to charge for your product or service? Okay, great. I think it's interesting because one, it also depends on um, what you're selling. So there's not necessarily one size fits all, but I'll come into two or three things in a moment. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I've always kind of said when it comes to looking at how to price your product is some people price their products based on competition. Mm -hmm. Some people price their products based on quality. And um, sometimes it might be a mixture of both for different people. Mm -hmm. One of the major rules of thumb that I'm always telling people is one, knowing who is your target audience, do you know who your target audience is? Sometimes you might be underpricing your, sometimes people forget that people don't, some people don't buy a product because it's too cheap. Mm -hmm. And they're like, mm, compared to what the standard is for that market, there might be something wrong with it. So it's always okay. really, really important to kind of make sure that you don't price it too cheap, which is problematic. But one of the uh, major rules of thumb is that you should be able to 3X or 5X your product. So an example would be, if it costs you, including packaging, manufacturing, five pounds per item, per product, you know that to 5X that you should be selling that product for a minimum of 15 pounds, maybe up to 25 pounds. If you realize that, wow, um, the market on that product goes for like 50 pounds plus, then you're really, really, really winning. So I'm really, really big on making sure that you can 3X or 5X on that product. That's also important because what happens with a lot of people is that when it gets to the expenses, remember you've got VAT, you might have taxes, you've got outgoings, you've got office, you've got staff, when you've got all these expenses that's coming out, these things now begin to add up in the long term. Mm -hmm. So it's important that you're able to know that you can 3X or 5X with your product as a as, as a basic kind of rule of thumb. I love forward. that. I love that. And I, I love simple rules like that that are easy to apply into different situations. Um, it's funny because um, in, my, in my process of trying to decide how to price my product, I came across this issue of realizing okay i i have a service that i offer mm. so my product really is the time that i'm putting into the service that i'm offering so the 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 there was recently a project that i was working on and i got to the place where i had to say okay no chantelle this is where creativity needs to meet discipline you mm. need to start timing yourself how long is it taking you to produce this um service so that you can then put a monetary amount on your hours yeah so kind of charging you know a, a ad hoc fee and say okay i'm gonna charge this amount yeah. without considering how much how many hours That's you're gonna be one. putting in 
is really kind of doing yourself a disservice. So mm. even if you're offering a service as well, I would say definitely um, look at the hours that you're putting in, the effort that is involved. And also as well, I don't know how you think about this, but I know a lot in the creative field, especially with film, we talk about how when you're hiring a creative, a photographer, a videographer, or whatever else, you are not just hiring them, you're hiring their um, time that they have invested in yeah. their craft, whether it be with the equipment, whether it be with university and all these other things. So also factoring, actually, that's a question for you. How do you factor in things that are not so necessarily um, easy, easy to um, monetize? So obviously we monetize hours right now yeah. and we have something like a living wage which you should obviously have as your baseline yeah. but how how would you say about pricing a service okay great question i think sometimes services can be a little bit more tricky mm. um one of the things here's for anybody that's listening i'd always say you need to learn to price your services if you're not delivering a service yourself and still making money from it so what a lot of people do they go from what I call the employee mindset uh, mindset to the self-employee mindset. It's, if anything, the self-employee mindset, you're probably doing more work. You just got the privilege of saying, I'm doing it for myself. So one of the things I've said is that, but you can't scale that as a business. Clap, clap, clap. The moment you bring somebody in and that's their cost, yeah, but if it costs them £100 to deliver the service, you know that you're going to have to pay them £100. So your company is worth zero. So now you need to work out um, a price point. And sometimes that's where you're understanding different business models. Some people actually have a phenomenal business, but their business model is flawed. So now is your business model going to be where, all right, if I'm to bring somebody in, I'm going to pay them per hour, or I'm going to pay them on a salary, because hence why you realize salary sometimes is cheaper, where people that contract is usually a little bit more. So now I've always said that, work out your business where can you, um see that is it going to be more than what you'll be paying them on an hourly basis or on a fixed cost if you're realizing that for example if somebody does photography and a photographer says yeah my personal cost for you is going to be 60 pounds an hour you need to know that okay if they work within your company either part-time or full-time you're probably charging maybe 100 pounds an hour on that otherwise your company's not going to be able to make money at all and those are the difficulties of that so i'm very big on if you're delivering a service for yourself work out your cost per hour work out your travel journey the amount of people that actually say you know That's what i'm i'm delivering a service but if you have to travel to this service if you haven't worked out your travel journey for some people drive they haven't worked out their fuel costs like these are all the little things that you have to factor in if i had to really go and deep I into it, no, Sorry, I, it I, I just want to interject there and say like i love what you said um price your service as if you weren't the one delivering it mm. because um on the other on the other side if this was me and i was working for somebody of course i'm going to be like okay so are you paying my travel are you paying my food you know um if you have to go and uh, spend um some time there maybe you are you thinking about a hotel mm. all these things and you would expect your your employee yeah. say if you were employed to cover those costs so in the same manner i don't know i think we need to be a bit more um i don't know if the word is kind to ourselves i think we need to be a bit more um, objective is when we, when it comes to the services that we're offering as yeah, well. I think it's just knowing your worth. I think probably yeah. something I forgot to um, highlight in the beginning when I did my introduction. I also do speaking engagements. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when I I think some of the the nice speaking engagements and if any of my former clients are listening online, they would know this. If I get called for an international engagement, they're already paying for my flight and my accommodation. It's just what they pay for. Um, if they say we well, have to work it out, then 
then you're giving me the opportunity to inflate that price um, because now I can pick anywhere I want or, or to that standard. But nonetheless, I still expect them to kind of give me some form of um, like a nice place to stay. Not something glamorous, but somewhere that suits that, Somewhere that you yourself would like to stay, yeah, isn't it? As, a, as if they were hiring, if that, that she was on the other foot, you'd yeah. expect that, okay, you wouldn't like to go and stay in like a shack or yeah. a motel or some sort yeah. of scanty <laughs> hotel or something. So the same should be applied. Mm. Um, yeah, obviously in reason. So yeah, okay, cool. This kind of segues off of what we were talking about in terms of uh, pricing the service. So I wanted to ask you, how would you say, for example, like you're saying, introducing um or changing your costs and prices and increasing your fees okay like you're saying if for example you were a business and you are employing more um you're employing more people because you know you've started to offer a wide variety and you have a larger customer base okay. how do you introduce um raising high, your yeah your raising costs. your costs um, to your, your existing clients or new clients or both are we talking about both. service or business let's say both uh, service and product um has listen one thing i've always told people about business it's a journey and everyone has their own way of doing it and sometimes to some degree there's neither a right or wrong way um in our businesses um our, our premium products our number one selling products is we always think of the 80 20 rule and i'm kind of going off track a bit but you see why i've done that in a moment 80-20 rule is this. Usually 20% of your business usually brings in 80% of your income. So what we did, we actually raised our products of by around, mm, yeah, around about 20, 30 pounds. Mm -hmm. So the product was originally going for about 120 pounds. We raised it to 150 mm -hmm. to see if there might be a drop in the market and so forth. And we raised it slightly because we realized that we was actually underpricing ourselves. And in raising it slightly, we didn't see, till this day, like, 12 months down the line not one person has gone oh your price has gone up and we've had repeat customers so i'm just very big on test the market and if somebody comes and says oh your price has gone up the number one thing is like in anything in life yeah my value's gone up <laughs> my value's gone up my i've told that yeah, my price that. has to reflect that people what people have to understand is that there's inflation everywhere for those for our uk um, listeners if you have an oyster card you know that when it comes to january 2019 that oyster card price from zone one to two or one to three, it's gonna go up. It's just gonna go up. And sometimes you just have to um, just be um, transparent and honest if you choose to be. I'm like, oh, so many times, if somebody ha will come to us and say, why did your price go up for this particular product? I would say, oh, we've actually gone up for a higher manufacturer. There's a higher grade than what we're delivering. Our packaging's increased and we wanted to reflect that as we kind of offer you that. We hope you do like it, but do continue to give us feedback. So don't shy away. I think there's this misconception that, oh, I need to lie. And I'm like, no, just just, just tell them the Same truth if you've done is. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes what people might even say, if you realize that maybe the quality of what you're delivering probably hasn't gone up, you might say, oh, as we began to review our business and look at our bottom line and our cash flow forecast, we realized that we was in a position that we can raise the price. And so, so we did. Um, and then just kind of be open with it and see what they say. If mm -hmm. they're not happy with it, then maybe you can still offer them a discount. Not everyone is going to run away because your price has gone up. But as I said, it's each to their own. Just reflect on it and actually see what method kind of works for your company best. Okay, cool. Great. Thank you. That's cool. Um, okay. Okay. Um, I've got another question. Yeah. So how would you say what... Um, actually, this is such a good question for you because I know that your customer base is... Uh, international yeah. um, from all over the place. So how do you how do you price for different markets? 
obviously you have one print one pro well you have Products, multiple yeah. products yeah but did you consider that in your pricing structure initially or have you kind of seen that you've had to kind of adjust because of that in any way okay um i think number one thing is um you have to know your why now what is your why behind it um there's many books on talking about the why and just knowing your why and i think for us and we looked at various ways of why we did the pricing point one of the motivations for why we started one of the brands that we currently run at the moment is because i felt that some of our competitors inflated inflated the market too much and there's also different business models now where there's actually other competitors that are undervaluing but what they're basically saying they literally built their whole business model and saying oh our price point is this and by the way if you go to some of your high-end brands they charge x amount and we've cut our orders at um, extreme prices and they've just brought it down i'm like well we, we don't want to put ourselves there. so sometimes looking at that and looking at your why mm. allows you to know why we price point what we do am i aware that there's some people that would like to buy our products that can't afford it yes and maybe as we begin to grow as a business we might have like a free tier in our business where there is that high and exclusive price point for those that just want to have that at a higher price point and that can afford it but still like the brand and still have what what we call our mid-range and maybe have like our low not a low not low range but our range that is more affordable and more accessible to the masses it's almost like when you look at the Armani you have Armani and then if you have Armani um X or Armani XL whatever and they kind of focus on a different kind of target audience for their market so just kind of knowing what you want to add knowing your value but I'm very very big on just quickly touching on the three areas why I do consultancy and for startups is business model. Mm-hmm. So knowing your business model, um, knowing your business model is so, so vital and knowing all the nine key pillars of your business is so, so vital. Um, your market route to entry, how do you get into that market and how do you stay there and how do you develop on that? And one of the ones that I find is the most tedious to do, but I love looking at it afterwards, your cash flow forecast. Because what happens sometimes people put a price on something, they don't look at the market of how many times someone will buy that then by the time they look at it against all the expenses, they might be making a minus. So it's very, very important. There's, I know companies that turn over millions, but their overhead is also worth millions. And I know companies that are just only making tens of thousands, but they're actually probably making more profit than those that are making millions. Sometimes they cash for forecast, sometimes pricing is wrong. So it's really, really important just to kind of make sure you get the balance of both. I love that. I love that. And I love that because this um, this channel is specifically geared towards creative entrepreneurs. And I okay. feel like as creative entrepreneurs, it's sometimes a task to um, understand the discipline that is required um, in um, starting a business or starting an enterprise. Mm. And I feel like, especially when you talked about cash flow, forecasting and looking back and, and seeing, okay, is this actually working for me? Mm. In the first place, you need to kind of have some sort of structure to understand whether or not it is working for you. Mm. Wh- whether that is, like I said, one of the initial things that I um, ran into was, do I actually know how long it takes me to do to, to provide this service from start to finish? Mm. How long am I sitting down for to provide this service? Um, and then from that point on, that and that takes discipline because you have to, you know, get your stopwatch out or do whatever it is. And it's, it, I think it, it's healthy all around. Like you say, you hate doing it at the time, but when you look at look back at it, it mm. becomes very advantageous because then you can come from a point of authority because you have done your your due diligence in making sure that this is why I price this way. Not only because of my why, but also everything else that goes into it backs mm. up even even more so the reason why I do what I do. And at the end of the day, I guess, I love the way that you put it as well, because you've made it us understand that, okay, 
your customer is not your enemy. So as much as sometimes they might not understand, okay, maybe actually you can say if I'm right or wrong, maybe they're not your customer if they don't understand why you price the way that you do. Yeah. But um, as much as they might un not understand, maybe in the initial phases, why you're pricing the way that you yeah. do, it's about helping them to understand why it is that you do what you do. And once people understand, they, they generally end up being okay with coming on board and under and kind of using your services in fact they're just like yeah, I, oh really is that why okay yeah i'm more than happy to do that i, I think yeah. one thing just to quickly to um, add on top of that is um people have to remember that people buy into you mm -hmm. um and i i'm a big believer of the philosophical thought that people only truly care about what you have to say when you show them that you care and in business for me the customer is always right so but that doesn't because i believe they're always right that doesn't mean i diminish my posture and my position and my stature and the price point I set my products. So one of the major things I've always said is that when you begin to look after people, you'd be surprised what people are willing to throw down. Ladies and gentlemen. Because you build that rapport and that relationship with them. Mm. So I'm very big on telling people, give value, give value. If you're a photographer out there, time, yes. be yeah. on time. If you're a photographer out there, what is your USP? I remember one person saying, okay, let me give you a great example. I went to one of my cousin's weddings last year, September. Um, the videographers were people of an Asian background and um, they were doing all the videos and everything. They finished her wedding video at the reception. They finished her wedding video at the reception. It, I was what? like, I was like, and those, because um, they were live, I, yeah. It. So I was actually oh. the host for that wedding day. And then one of the parts of the itinerary was like, oh, now it's time to watch the, our wedding video. I'm like, what do you mean? Like now? They're like, yeah. That's... So they edited everything. I, I I kid you not. I told myself, I want these people for my wedding day. I've actually got friends that are Next phenomenal time. videographers, probably equally as good, if not better. But for the quality and the turnaround, that USP sold it for me. So what is your USP? Because people buy out of two things, pain or a pleasure. And you have to learn. I was tapped in. They sold. I was sold out of that level of emotionalism. And you just kind of need to know that. How do you look after your customer? How do you nurture your customer? What value are you giving back to your customer in order for you to validate that level of that price point that you're using? For those that have products, packaging is a very big thing. There's a mystery behind people un uh, unpackaging their products. You know? And if you have got a, like a high-end product, beware of how you can package certain things. And even if they don't really care about it, if they're taking pictures of it, one of their friends or family members that are using either their social media platforms to see it mm. might want to buy into that. So you have to really know, like, just have an eye to detail, especially creatives. Be objective when it comes to capital focus and so forth, but also um, just really be anal when it just comes to the little details mm. and things. Mm. And one of the things I forgot to mention, the beauty of the capital forecast that I love is that all it takes is sometimes you changing one pound to two pounds and then checking at the bottom of the last 12 months and actually see how much a big difference that makes. Wow. And sometimes people that. don't notice. Yeah. They don't notice. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much, Emmanuel. That's cool. It's been absolutely amazing. I really yeah. appreciate all the valuable knowledge. You know what? Yeah, this, this guy's not easy to get. So as you're sitting there and learning me, I'm also like listening taking and taking it in. Yeah. So I really do appreciate no, your time. Um, if you guys want to find out more about Emmanuel and his consultancy services, his details will be right here um have a look check him out he's amazing Cheers. and um yeah guys thank you so much for watching thank please you. like comment share and subscribe um and i'd like to know actually what's been your most difficult obstacle in pricing your product mm. let me know in the comments below 
um yeah we'll see you in the next one guys bye just uh, do the intro because I forgot to do an intro. Next time, hold that quiet. Yeah. Because like, you just, because now it doesn't give you space to cut off. You're so right. Look. Anyway. Or you can even add that into. He's giving me everything. Yeah, he's giving me everything. Right, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. One, two, three, five. Bye.